You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. This is Fired Up NFL Draft with your host, Daniel Garrett and Mitch Wolf. Mitch, how you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, we've got some Pac-12 corners today and, I, you know, people kind of rag on the Pac-12, but this is a pretty solid group uh, from top to bottom. Yeah, and before we start, I want to say congrats on the big win betting last uh, night. Yes. Thank um, you. Uh, it came at your expense a, yes. a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was tough, but congrats on that. We got a... <laughs> Four corners here, Mikhail Wright from Oregon, Chase Lucas from Arizona State, and then Kyler Gordon and Trent McDuffie from Washington. And so we will start out with Mikhail Wright, who obviously last night Oregon just lost on what was a questionable call. Several questionable calls. Several, yeah. But uh, the last of which was on Mikhail Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikhail Wright wears number two for the Ducks. He is five foot 11, 178 pounds, and he's a true junior. So far this year, pretty good stat line 28 tackles, two tackles for loss, the forced fumble, an interception, and two pass breakups. And he is typically the field corner for the Oregon Ducks. So, what did you think his best trait was? It's pretty apparent when you pop on the tape for him that his athleticism and speed are his best trait. I think he might be the most athletic and or the fastest corner that we've scouted thus far. Like he's just, like I said, like exploding off the tail. Like he is so fast, you know, he's obviously not super long or big, but he's got super quick feet. Like he is erasing any separation vertically just with his speed. So, you know, that's good to see for a guy who is going to be limited by his size. You know, he's listed at five eleven. I'm not sure if that's, accurate but they are comfortable putting him up against you know bigger receivers like stanford has and some of the other teams in the pac 12 uh so he also offers value as a kick returner in 2019 he had 10 returns for 381 yards and two touchdowns they don't use him there as much now that he's a you know primary starter but you know when he comes to the nfl that might be something that some teams be like hey you know this is a good thing to add on for a guy who's probably going to be asked to be a uh, slot primary guy at the next level yeah, and it, not only the speed aspect, but he's also very good in terms of his jumping ability, both off mm-hmm. of one and off of two. And obviously that isn't something that like as important in football, but it's definitely like as a basketball coach, I look at that a lot, being able to jump off of, off of both feet, being able to load off of one or two just gives you a lot of versatility in the way you can play the ball in the air. And he's very good at that. And another thing I thought he was very physical, good, mm-hmm. run, good and run support. Um, now the physicality can be good and bad, but yeah. in terms of run support, it's fantastic. He really likes to get in there and hit and does take good pursuit angles as well. 
Mm-hmm. I remember watching Stanford game last year. He had, he saved a touchdown. Now it was like still a 40 yard run, but he was able to go from the opposite side yes. of the field, adjust his pursuit angle, middle of the play to be able to save the touchdown. So yeah, I remember very that good play. there as well. Yeah. And that that's great for a guy who, like we said, or like I, I think is going to have to kick inside the slot. You know, you need a guy that's willing to bang and run defense and, you know, for a guy, again, like we said, that is smaller, but has that willingness. And again, you know, for a lot of teams, at least I think in my mind, the willingness to tackle is almost more important than this specific technique because you can work on technique, but if a guy just doesn't want to tackle, that's something that you can't really change. So that's good to see from him. Uh, but I, if we want to move to the negatives, I, I think just in general, he is, he plays a little out of control and he relies too much on his athleticism. So, you know, a lot of like the little things of being in corner, and obviously he's a true junior, you know, Oregon barely played any games last in 2020. So he doesn't have much playing experience, but you know, if you, if maybe he comes back for another year or, you know, just has some more time working on his technique, I think he can develop into a much better player, but right now just, you know, his understanding of how to press receivers, understanding of leverage, uh, there's a little lacking right now. Yeah. And another thing to add on to that, like, like I said earlier about the physicality being a good and bad thing, he is very grabby, especially at the top of routes mm. um, leads to a good amount of pass interference calls. Um, and again, like we said, his size is a limiting factor in terms of you probably don't want to play him outside a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think he does have enough just athleticism to where if you do have a smaller guy on the outside that you're going up against, you could play him out there just because of how athletic he is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then we can get into his improvement trait. I th- I think he needs to improve how he plays the ball in the air. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily get his head around a lot. He And what he can make up for it with just how athletic he is, I remember, again, in that Stanford game, played the ball awfully. Like, it was mm-hmm. terrible. But he just out-jumped the other guy, and so his he was able to recover. But the way he was going up for the ball, if that's like a normal athleticism corner, there's not a chance that that's not a touchdown. But mm-hmm. his athleticism makes up for it and covers it. But, you know, if you can improve that, you're going to be even better when you get to the NFL, when you're facing guys that can match you athletically. For sure. And I, I didn't have a ton of notes on ball skills, but I, I completely agree with what she said. But for me, my improvement is – just mental processing and route recognition. And again, this is part of just needs some more experience playing. And, you know, I think a lot of people will think back to the Ohio state game where he was looking at his wristband and the right receiver went right by him, but you know, that, that happens more in college. Um, but, you know, again, just get this guy some more playing time, you know, we'll see how he plays this year, if he can get better at that. And that's something that can be improved just with experience and more playing time. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a guy I like. And when mm-hmm. we talk about draft range this year, I don't, I know there's some people that have them like late first, early second. I'm a little bit lower. I think it's like late second, but I, I really do like Mikhail Wright a lot. He's a very good corner. Yeah, kind of in the same vein that we talked about Taiwan Mullen, who's another guy that's going to be probably a nickel exclusive. Is you know this is a guy who is most likely going to be limited to that role in most defenses. So, you know it, he might fall a little bit, but I think that that's an appropriate range. I think I still like him a little better than Taiwan Mullen just because he offers better athleticism. So because of that, you know that back end of two for a team, you know that you know has their corner and pretty filled out like a bit, but just needs one more guy. 
you know, just especially to fill the slot. If they're playing a lot of nickel, this is the kind of guy for a, you know, high caliber playoff team. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. In terms of the slot exclusive guys that we've watched so far, I think he's probably the best. It, it's between him and Hodges Tomlinson. That's, that's what I was going to say. I think yeah, it's, I th- yeah, like, it's, it's, it's really close. Yeah. yeah. It's those two at the top and then every, and then a good gap between him and like the Taiwan Mullins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so our next player is Chase Lucas from Arizona state number 24. He is six foot, 185 pounds. I, their their listing is weird. I believe he's a redshirt senior. Uh, they just list him mm-hmm. as a graduate. Yeah, so, I think you're you're yeah. correct. I, said, I have a I have a fifth year. I've been down as a fifth year player. Okay, so he has eleven tackles and two PBUs so far in 2021. Um, what did you think his best trait was? I really liked his change of direction and his ability to transition and trigger, which I think is you know, something that you obviously have to have a decent athletic ability to do, but I think a lot of that is his experience. You know, he has really good route recognition. And I think that's just because he is an older player. He has 43 games under his belt, 39 starts. That's even before this year began. So he's, you know, has a, yeah, I think he might've passed 3000 career defensive snaps this season already, but you know, he's pretty much seen it all at this point. And he's playing almost exclusively outside and plays on both uh, plays on both sides it's almost always off coverage and in deep zones with a good amount of cushion. So he is, you know, able to read those routes and he does a really good job of, you know, be having good hip fluidity and changing direction to mirror those routes. Yeah, that that's definitely one of his strengths. And the, the one thing I want to add with that triggering ability, sometimes he does take almost almost a, one maybe even one and a half like extra steps back before he actually gets into his trigger mm-hmm. and so that is that was actually my uh, what to improve was just cleaning that up losing that extra step at the top before he starts to trigger down that was my what to improve it is a good trait but you know if you can obviously with your good traits if you can clean them up it's going to be what you can rely on at the next level I I loved his physicality. Now the actual tackling form and run support not not good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't wrap up at all. Lowers his head a lot, um, and just isn't really looking when he's tackling sometimes. Mm-hmm. But what were you saying? Oh, I was just gonna like yeah. I liked his angles, and the, the, the note I have for him is decent tackler for a defensive back in space, but he doesn't seem to love contact. So you know, again, there is kind of that willingness to at least get down there, but the actual, at the point of attack is not, and my improvement for him was tackling. So. (laughs) Yeah. So he definitely is just like diving at ankles, Mm. but he's, you know, he's getting there, which is most the battle with corners. Mm -hmm. You, You want them to get there now. Obviously you don't want like people to just be able to like, break his tackles a lot that's not ideal and then also at the top of his routes he also does get a bit grabby as well yeah and he uh very similar to what i saw weakness wise with right outside of the size he is a lot he is a good amount bigger but when you look at just how physical they like to be at the top of routes i do see some similarity there 
Yeah, I mean, uh, based on like the stats, I mean, he's been able to get away with it because he didn't have any penalties in 2019 or 2020. So, you know, that might just be like he knows kind of how he can contact a receiver without getting flagged. But, you know, maybe in the NFL, that might be not something you can rely on to be replicable. Um, For me, with his worst trait, I had it as his line of scrimmage skills. And that's mostly just because Arizona State doesn't play very much press, if at all. So, you know, it's kind of hard to grade just because it isn't there. But you have to assume that he's probably not good at it if they're not asking him to do it. I think that he's decent with his feet because they're very quick and he's got good hips. So that's good for dealing with, you know, more complicated, nuanced release packages. But in terms of his hand technique, it's just like not there on tape. So it's kind of, it's a pretty big unknown and a guy who just, you're like, okay, this guy is not going to play in a press man or, you know, press zone scheme. Yeah. And so for, for Arizona state before watching Lucas, I just hadn't really watched like without Lucas being there, I haven't really watched a lot of Arizona Mm -hmm. state before that. So I don't know if this is a continuation of what they want scheme wise, or if they Mm -hmm. had to change it for him. I just do not know just because I hadn't watched them before. Sure. And uh, what draft range wise, I I think we have another day three guy here. Um, What did you think of him? I'm, I, I think it's mid day three. I think, just the age pushes you down a bit, mm-hmm. just being that old and not being as effective as some of these other guys pushes yeah. you down the board. But I, I like him as a player. I, I would like him on my team. I think he is a solid guy in terms of being able to do what you ask if you're a heavy zone team. And, you know, he if you're looking for a guy – He's athletic enough to where special teams should be an issue mm-hmm. and isn't tiny. So, like, I think he can be a good contributor as a midday three player. Yeah, I, I totally agree. He's in that Tariq Castrofields, Cam Taylor, Britt zone, you know, maybe that late fourth round ish. And, like, you mentioned the age, he's going to turn 25 before he's drafted. So, that is concerning because, you know, again, he's not a supreme athlete. He doesn't really offer that press ability. So, there's just things that are missing, but, you know, very smart player knows what he's doing, plays hard, plays well in pretty much most of the, most of the times he's asked to. So that's good to see, but, you know, teams might be like, uh, you know, we can get a guy who's a little younger, who's a little more athletic and, you know, try to develop into something better. Whereas Lucas is probably a guy that will, you know, be a journeyman in the league for a few years, maybe get two or three contracts and then probably will just kind of fizzle out before he's, you know, 32 or something. So yeah, late day, late, late round four, early round five, I think for me as well. Yeah. And uh, next up we have the two Washington corners here. We're going to start out with Kyler Gordon was 19 for the Huskies. Now is number two, six foot, 200 pounds, red shirt junior. So far in 2021, pretty productive year for him. 23 tackles, a tackle for loss, two interceptions, and four pass breakups. So pretty good year for him so far, despite the Huskies' struggles as a team. Um, what did you think his best trait was? We finally have a press corner here. This guy is, you know, he's aligning right across from the receiver. He's getting him with his hands, and he's got really good feet. That's where I think his specifically his skill, his feet are his best skill. He's excellent at kind of mirroring receivers releases and not letting them gain immediate separation, but he's also got decent hands. You know, he's able to jam the receivers of the line, but you know, we've talked a lot about, a, a we talked about a lot of zone guys who play in off coverage, a lot of cushion. This guy is right up against the riders here and he's giving him hell right from the snap. Yeah, for sure. And he, 
he is another guy where you like his physicality. I think all these mm-hmm. guys are decently physical that we're talking about today. You're not really worried about them. And he, he does do a good amount of hand fighting and, you know, gets away with it a lot. So like, as long as he knows what the limit is, like you said before with Lucas, as long as you know what the limit is there, you're fine. But he d- he did get a few pass interference calls that I saw, but it wasn't, wasn't a ton for how much hand fighting he does. And like you said, best trait. Not I didn't think it was just press technique. I thought he was also pretty good in man and off man as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And so I just had man coverage in general as his best trait. I thought it was very good. Yeah, this thought, might be the best, the best like mirroring guy that we've seen in and among some of the guys we've watched. One of the definitely one of the better guys. It's just like, okay, you know, lock him in and man and you know, have him just follow a receiver, you know, Meg coverage, as they say. Yeah. And in terms of like comparing him to what expectations were, I think he might be like the biggest surprise positively Mm. for me. Okay. I I really liked him. Like I didn't, the thing was like, you know, I didn't just, I just, it may have been just me not hearing a ton about him, Mm -hmm. but I, I was very pleasantly surprised with him. And then worst traits, you know, seems like with two interceptions and four pass breakups, he may have improved it a little bit this year, but his uh, ball skills was my worst trait that I have that for his worst trait and his improvement. So on the one hand, that's a good thing because, you know, if, if those are the same thing, you know, there's, that means the rest of his traits are all pretty serviceable. On the other hand, the ball skills are just bad. You know, I thought it was bad when he's running vertically. He struggles to find the ball and he has some of those penalties that you mentioned. You know, I don't, he's a little better at coming downfield, but yeah, that's just a, that's just a problem. You know, I think, you know, like you said, maybe he's improved it this year and just gotten better with the ball tracking, but yeah, that's something that is a, uh, is a problem right now. I'll say this, you know, he, we talked about a lot of slot guys and this guy has some experience in the slot, mostly in 2020, but you know, they had, they were moving guys around in that Washington secondary, which again, plays kind of a weird system, but you know, for a guy who's a little bit bigger, six foot, 200 pounds, if he can play in the slot and, you know, he obviously is a really good man coverage defender, you know, that that's really good for a team that wants to play a lot of man. And, you know, maybe they can even match him up against some tight ends, given that he's not, you know, a diminutive player. Yeah, for sure. And you look at him, my, my, what to improve. I thought he was a little late in his reactions when he was in zone coverage though. Yes, I have that. As, yeah. Then play a, then don't want him playing as much compared to man, just because of how good he is in man. You'll want him to play more of that. But mm-hmm. when he is in zone, he is a bit late reacting. Um, and so, did you say that was your what to improve as well? No. So I, I still added his balls because, but I did have that note about his ability to kind of trigger downhill and change direction when he's in bail. So if, he, if he's bailing back in zone, he gets, just takes him a little bit longer to get turned around and get back towards the ball. But yeah, I, I would still say balls because it was a big one, but that was something I did note as well. Yeah, and then draft range. Where do you have him going? This is a little bit of a tough eval just because there wasn't as much tape for him. I think for me, I'd probably say at that back end of round three, you know, in that, you know, hundred round, you know, number 100 pick comp pick range for some of those teams. Um, I, I, again, if he's improving those ball skills, you know, maybe he locks himself into round three or even earlier. I need to watch some 2021 when it becomes available, but you know, there's a lot of really good skills there and, you know, things apparently and things he can build upon. So if he's improving as a player this year, I'd really like to see that and see if he can kind of rise, get his stock up to being one of the better, you know, pure man corners in this class. 
Yeah, and I, I think I'm a little bit higher. I I had that range as middle of round three, but okay, pr- fairly close. You know, like maybe like 15 picks higher. Okay, it's, yeah, yeah. It's we're decently close on him, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and then that leaves Trent McDuffie, number 22, 5'11", 195, true junior. Um, so far this year, 10 tackles, one tackle for loss, and three pass breakups. Um, what what was your best trait for him? It's a bit of a – it's kind of unfair for a corner, but I think his tackling technique was superb. You know, probably one of the better – probably one of the best tackling players that I've seen in this corner group uh, that we've been scouting – really good at taking good angles and, you know, has again, like best technique probably we've seen just his ability to, you know, properly diagnose the run, get downhill and wrap up the ball carrier and get them down to the ground. Yeah. And I, I had, a, I had two parts to this uh, for best trait. Cause he's just so good across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did have his blitzing ability in particular as one of it his best traits i thought he was very good as a blitzer and limited reps obviously um then also his foot quickness he, he just has mm-hmm. quick feet and you know when you're looking at a guy that plays like he does you need that quickness because i'll, I'll get into my worst trait it's press um mm-hmm, that's if you're not going to play press you you and you're trying to be a man cover corner here you you need that foot quickness just to be mm-hmm. able to mirror so what was your worst trait yeah i had hand technique and press jam as well and i also i kind of have that as my improvement as well because there wasn't really a ton i saw that i was like okay this needs to be improved or you know this is definitely like the trait that is lacking relative to the rest of them so i would say this is my worst and my improvement again but like you said like he's really able to just not allow separation and i you know you mentioned maybe he's not the best you know just press at the line and take the receiver out immediately but they use him in a lot of different ways like he's playing deep zones short zones man off man you know a little bit of press it's not as good but it's still you know serviceable for the most part so i think that that makes him an attractive candidate and that he's able to execute all those different assignments in a complex defense but again you know that hand technique and press i think they kind of allow they just want kyler gordon to be that guy just because it's like okay you press that receiver on the usually on the backside you know you eliminate him mcduffie will allow you to move around a little bit more and not have to press the receiver usually i think imagine to the field side but you know again if that's something he can improve on you know i think he's going to be a really highly ranked player in this class yeah and in terms of where where he was i i did see a few reps especially against oregon state where he played in the slot there Mm -hmm. were a few against oregon state but i didn't see it in every game it was just a here and there type thing but you know if he does provide that uh, slot versatility that's going to be very valuable for whoever drafts him mm-hmm. and yeah like like you said just uh just uh, i i just look back at my notes and one of the big things i wrote was he's just so sticky in man coverage just mm-hmm. so, so good being able to mirror and so for draft range for me i you know i want to say late first but like there's just so many good corners. If, if a team likes someone else and, you know, there may not be five guys that go in the first round just because of need. So like, you know, you could see him falling if like a team wants a sauce gardener type or like Hmm. mix and match, just whatever. There's, there's really five first round guys here. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, he may fall down to the second round, but it's not because of skill. It's just because, you know, sometimes there isn't going to be five corners go round one. Just for numbers for, wise 
for sure. I think that I would agree with you in that kind of maybe the back end. I, I probably would say just kind of in the middle of the first round, you know, in that mm, you know, 15 to 25 range, maybe even. I really would I think it'd be really interesting to see him in a Brandon Staley-esque defense that either with the Rams or the Chargers who, you know, kind of do ask their corners to do a lot. And, you know, we've talked, I'm not sure if we talked about it here, but, you know, with a guy like Ramsey, you know, they kind of can either uh, ask him to be the eraser on one, the backside or move him around a lot. And obviously I don't think McDuffie can be that eraser on the backside as a press defender, but, you know, if you put him to the field side and kind of move him around uh, opposite Ramsey, I think that is the, or, you know, whoever the Chargers other corners are, I bet I think he'd be a really good fit in one of those kinds of defenses. Yeah, and when you talk about that, one one of my things that I've been on is I actually like, would love if you're playing that Brandon Saley defense and you want to just get and you need both corners in that, mm-hmm. just just draft, just try to trade back up, get two first round picks, draft Sauce and McDuffie together to play <laughs> opposite. Just have that would be uh, that'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah, just have Sauce as that press guy and then being able to have McDuffie as that move around guy. I think it would be fantastic. I would love, obviously the Rams don't have a first round pick, so it wouldn't happen. I would love to see him opposite of Ramsey, but not going to happen just because I don't see a world where he falls that far into the second round. So I think in that case, we're kind of seeing McDuffie kind of between Sauce Gardner and Kyrie Elam kind of in that range in terms of our rankings, which I think we'll get into in our next episode. We can talk about later, but yeah, I think then, so he's kind of in definitely probably around our top five but maybe towards the back end of it. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, we will be back next time to go over our top corners in this class. And this, this has an argument for sure for being the best position in this, in this draft. Mm -hmm. It's a very good, very deep position group. So let's get fired up.